Hey y'all, what's up? It's Erica and welcome to my podcast, Faith Forward with Erica J. Fields. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are back here with episode three of Faith Forward Podcast. This topic, I really was supposed to air this topic on episode two, but I was so inspired to talk about saying goodbye to fear on the last episode that we're going to get into today's episode right now. Let's get into it. Today, we're talking about pursuing God relentlessly, pursuing God with a greater passion. So we're going to look at the story of Jacob as he wrestles with God, and it teaches us to be relentless in our pursuits of God. But it also teaches us a very important lesson about owning the past so that we can overcome it and step into our future. So what does it mean to be relentless in our pursuit? Well, Webster defines relentless as showing or promising no abatement. That means lessening or reduction of severity, intensity, strength, or pace. Pursuit is defined in Webster as the act of pursuing. Now, that doesn't get us very far. But when we look up the word pursue, we find that it means to follow in order to overtake, to capture or defeat. In other words, to be relentless in pursuit of something means to chase or go after it tenaciously without backing down. And as Jacob wrestles with God in the text of Genesis chapter 32. It teaches us to be relentless in our pursuits of God. It even teaches us to be in relentless pursuit of the blessings that God has on our lives. We see Jacob alone one night in Genesis chapter 32, and he sends his family and servants and all of his possessions to cross to the other side of the Jabbok, a stream. And bodies of water like this often symbolize boundaries of territories. And so crossing over it represents that there is a change. And we see in this story that Jacob receives a change of identity that changes his life. He's left there alone and a man divine being God we find out later in the text wrestles with him until the breaking of day now when this divine being God saw that he could not overpower Jacob he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was out of joint and this divine being God says let me go for the day is breaking Jacob says I will not let you go until you bless me. Jacob is at the realization that the only true blessing comes at the hands of God Almighty. So the man asks Jacob his name and and he tells him, Jacob, God says, your name 
shall no longer be Jacob. It is Israel for you have striven. You struggled with God and with humans and prevailed. Jacob was this trickster, this deceiver that deceived his father and tricked his brother into receiving his brother's birthright and blessing. Something that wasn't even supposed to be for him. He was chasing after that blessing, chasing after the materiality of the inheritance. And you know, sometimes we can pursue the material things of life and put very little effort into our relationship with God. Sometimes we can even get so bogged down in the work of God, the ministry, the good deeds, the the philanthropy, so much that we miss God and perhaps we lose ourselves and even fall into old ways and old habits that keep us from experiencing God's best for us. Can I tell you it happens? It absolutely happens sometimes. I'm a witness that it happens. In order to get back on track, it's important to recenter our lives on the one who gives us purpose, who gives us identity, who gives us vision. The one who is the only one who can bestow the true blessings upon us. So what does this relentless pursuit really look like? You know, God will get us alone so we can have an encounter with him. He knows exactly how to get us to the space of being alone with him so that he can show us who we are, so that he can change some things about us. And it's in that place, it's in that very place of intimacy with God that he can deal with us. You know, have you ever, have you ever gotten to a place in life where you were experiencing adversity and you really didn't know what to do and these are those times where we just we don't know what to do but we're starting to try to figure things out all on our own and we begin to strategize on how we can fix it and what we can do and we find ourselves alone with our thoughts and even tossing and turning at night worried and filled with anxiety it's in that place where we can have a real encounter with God it's in that place where he begins to deal with our hearts concerning the matter I have definitely been there quite a few times and here in Genesis chapter 32 We find Jacob in that same situation and he finds out his brother wants to see him and he hasn't seen his brother in some 20 years. Now, the last time he saw his brother Esau, Esau was trying to kill him for stealing his birthright. I mean, he was mad, real mad, like mad, mad. So we see Jacob making plans and sending his household before him in hopes that this would protect him, that this would soften his brother Esau's heart toward him. However, God shows up in the presence of a divine being and begins to deal with Jacob, begins to deal with his situation, his heart, begins to show him some things about himself, just like God. Just like Jacob, 
God has to sometimes get us in a place where we are all alone so that he can deal with us and our hearts and our situations and show us some things about ourselves. But it's all in that space of intimacy, of relentless pursuit, of being alone with God. Next, we must get hungry for God. Jacob wrestled all night, not part of the night. He wrestled all night with God. When morning came, God says, it's morning, let me go. And the question I would like to pose to us today is, does God really want to let us go? Did God really want to let him go? Or does God want us to hold him so tight so that he can bless us in a way that changes us? As a matter of fact, he had it planned before we were born. God says in Jeremiah 29 and 11 to the prophet Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Jacob did not want to let God go until he received his blessing. I believe that he understood that he began to realize and understand that this blessing that he tricked his brother out of, this blessing that he received and deceived his father into getting, it left him in quite a mess. And that the only way that life would really get better for him is that if he pursued the hand of God on his life. Jacob decided... I'm going to hold tight. I'm going to get closer because I need a blessing from you, God. I need you to change me. I need to leave this place, leave this encounter, and never be the same again. Jacob got hungry for God. He desired God so intensely. And in that same manner, we must have an intense desire to encounter God in a different way. So Jacob says to God, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. So Jacob doesn't let go till God blesses him. We've got to encounter God and be so hungry for him, be so hungry for what he has to offer us that we say, I'm not going to let you go, God, until you bless me. Until you bless my marriage, until you bless my family, until you bless this vision, until you bless this ministry, Jacob realized we must come to the realization too that we can pursue all the things of life, but the only real blessings come at the hand of God the Father. He wrestled with them all night, and I believe that Jacob understood the scripture that said, weeping may endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning light. And so when morning came, when day broke, Jacob says, uh-uh, uh-uh, God, I am not letting you go. I need this blessing from you. I need you to change me. I need to leave this place, leave this encounter, and never be the same again. I need you to change my life, God. 
I need to leave this place and have victory over my past, my old way of doing things. Jacob got hungry for God. He desired God intensely. And in that same manner, we have to have an intense desire to encounter God in a different way, such that when we hold tight to him, everything changes. The next thing is that we have to be willing to get so close to God that he can touch us. We need to be touched by God. We need to get so close. We need to be in such pursuit of him that God is close enough to touch us, to dislocate the mess of our lives. Jacob doesn't receive the blessing until after his hip socket was dislocated. God has to touch some things to move them out of place. The bad habits, the fear, the bad attitudes, our perspectives, our way of thinking. And when we have an encounter with God, when we get close enough that he can touch us, we'll never be the same again. God wants to bless us. But just like Jacob, we must get close enough so that he can touch us, so that he can touch the mess of our lives, so that he can dislocate the mess that's holding us back from being blessed. Here's the last thing. We've got to be honest with God. When God asked Jacob what his name was, he had to be honest. Jacob had to be honest about who he was, what he had done, where he had been, how long he had been doing life that way. He says, I'm Jacob. I'm the liar. I'm the cheat. I'm the one who took my brother's birthright. God changes Jacob's name and God changed who Jacob was. He changed his name to Israel, the one who have struggled with God and prevailed. Now, while Jacob was relentless in this encounter with the divine being, with God, This was not a victory over God. It wasn't a victory over this divine being that he had wrestled with. It was victory over the past. It was victory over failures. It was victory over mistakes. It was victory over bad decisions. Maybe somebody's listening. It's victory over an illness, an old way of doing things, an old perspective. And when we can come face to face with God and admit to him and ourselves who we really are, God can help us become greater. He can change our identity in the same way that he did with Jacob. So today, what does God want to dislocate in us? What is he seeking an intimate encounter with us about? What, what does God want to show us about ourselves? What does God want to change in us? The only way that we find out is that we get alone with him and have an intimate encounter with God, that we get hungry for him, that we pull on him until he shows us who we are and we allow him to touch us so that he can begin to bless us on another level. Family, God wants to do something different. And for many, God is calling us higher. He wants us to do something amazing in our lives. But it takes doing things God's way. Because the way we tried it, like Jacob, it didn't work. And today, he's calling to us to come closer. He wants to change our old ways. 
he wants to touch some things and dislocate the things that are holding us back so that we can begin to receive all of the blessings that he has for us. But we have to be relentless in pursuit of God. Fam, that's our message for today. And if it bless you, share it with someone who you think needs it. Pursue God with all that's in you and don't let him go. Faith forward. Let's go.